Will Southern Miss finish with the Sun Belt's top class? It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. All right, we'll get to the basketball in a little bit. Big Troy Marshall showdown, and then App State and JMU hit the road. Can they be as dominating on the road as they are at home? Uh, today is signing day, and heading into this, this is being recorded on Tuesday. So heading into... Uh, heading into the day, at least on 24-7, all right, um, Southern Miss is your top dog. The Fighting Will Halls have 21 commits. Uh, they're the top team. Uh, they've been kind of flipping back and forth, although, you know, throughout uh, the end of last year and maybe some of this year, uh, between them and Arkansas State. Arkansas State's got 24 commits. South Alabama kind of sneaking up. South Alabama has 20 commits. They're third. And that's without Kane Womack. We'll see how many of those guys sign on the dotted line come on Wednesday. Coastal Carolina, 22. Tim Beck, really his first full recruiting class. Clay Helton uh, comes in at fifth with Georgia Southern, 21 commits. App State, 19 at uh, sixth. Texas State, 16 commits. Uh, Marshall has 15. They're eighth. Troy, 14. But that's kind of going to be with the deal with a new coach Monroe 28 commits he's brought in a lot um James Madison 18 commits Old Dominion 18 Georgia State 12 I'm going to tell you I'm a little bit concerned with the Cajuns down to 15 they're 14th in the conference impressed with the fighting Will Halls at number one with 21 but boy the raging Cajuns only 15 high school commits for a guy Mike Desimo who says he likes the high school commits and wants to develop players. Something's not right. Something, uh, as my people would say, ain't kosher. Uh, what's going on there with Raging Cajuns recruiting? We'll see what happens uh, later today and throughout the day. And we'll probably have a full recap. Well, we'll see. We're gonna, yeah, we may may have to skip the basketball recap depending on what happens on a Wednesday. Um, if there's a huge turn of events. Uh, here's the thing with the, the Southern Miss 21 commits. And I think we've brought this up before. For that to have an effect, one would think, Will Hall's got to be there for a couple of years. I know it's not like it, it used to be where, you know, unless it's just an edge rusher or running back, or linebacker, very few, maybe a freshman tackle, but even those are few and far between. Unless it's an absolute special player, the chances of your true freshman at a high school starting at the, even at the group of five level, is, is a little bit tough. It doesn't happen very often. They may get into the rotation, split with some other guys, maybe see the field a little bit, but it usually doesn't happen all that much. And so for the Southern Miss class to have an effect, Right, it's going to be two or three years before we know, and I'm hoping, you know, for him and Southern Miss, that Will Hall can 
see an improvement from last year to see that, that that class can have an effect down the road. You may have a couple of pieces, a couple of pieces here, a couple of pieces there, but you really want to, it's going to take a couple of years for the class to have an effect. Now, Arkansas State, his classes, Butch Jones's classes, having an effect, right? They turned it around. Jalen Rayner, he's the guy in charge. Uh, you know, he's the QB. And so now from Butch Jones's first class, those guys are going to be, you know, juniors, I think. And so it's time for them to step up and see what they have. He's had some really good classes here over the last few years, right? So 23 takes a little bit of time to get it. 23, the number one class. 22, he had the number two class, right? And 21 doesn't really count. He had just gotten there. Let's see what it is anyways. Yeah, he had just gotten there. It was sixth. Uh, so that one doesn't really count. But those got, but even, you know, right, the, the 22 class is still going to be juniors. And so we'll see if Arkansas State, again, Texas State seems to be in flux with the quarterback situation. We'll see how the whole room, a whole team reacts to what happened with uh, that whole situation. Um, South Alabama being third, right, not a whole lot of transition there from, I've uh, got a lot of transition with coaches. Some coaches left, some coaches left and came back. <laughs> uh, and Major Applewhite is sticking around. Uh, and so you have a chance to where the team that Kane Womack and Major Applewhite and Corey Platoon were building, this is this was it, right? They they walked into a into a into a team that needed work on the offensive line. They got that done. They brought in Jake Bentley. Uh, to give them something at quarterback. And then they brought in Carter Bradley. And so that's what they've had for three years now. Some experience in there. Gio Lopez is going to be the first kind of recruit that has taken over. We think he'll, if he's going to get the job. And so um, the classes that South Alabama has brought in, not the, not the highest ranking classes of all time. Um, they usually rely on the transfer portal. The Kane Womack was pretty proficient in that. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, Tim Beck, again, really impressed with what he did. What he was trying to do to be, at the beginning of last year wasn't working. They reverted back uh, to what Grace McCall was more comfortable with. And so we'll see with the spring ball and the fall ball a little bit more back to what maybe Tim Beck likes to do. We'll see. Uh, Georgia Southern, pretty good class. 21 commits. Uh, App State, Sean Clark. Uh, not a bad class, 19 commits. A little bit surprised at Texas State, only 16 commits. Something seems to be off there. They did have a bunch last year, right? Marshall, only 15 commits. Something's off there. Uh, Troy, new coach, not shocking. Uh, I think Monroe has brought in like some like 38 players. Like he's a third of the class. Third of the whole team is turned over. Uh, JMU, 16 commits. Uh, we really did appreciate uh, Bob Chesney hopping on. I thought he was great. And I know I took a snippet to preview it. But I really didn't. I only asked him about uh, expectations there. He kind of brought up the whole, this is how many people have left. All right. That is reality. Now, we hope we filled. 
<clears throat> the, the, the team with transfer portal and recruits. But he sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> sort of was telling, I thought, JMU fans, we lost a little bit. You're going to have to give it a little bit of time to get it back to where we know it can be. And I think he will. I, I, I absolutely do think he will. He's been a winner wherever he's gone. I don't think it's going to be a difference at JMU. It may take a year. We'll see uh, who the quarterback is and when they name it. All right. Old Dominion coming off, uh, you know, a, a bowl season. Didn't finish up uh, the bowl game all that great, but I don't think that takes away from the bowl game, uh, takes away from the season. A little bit disappointing way to finish, but certainly a uh, great way to uh, head into the offseason was, you know, making the bowl game. Uh, Georgia State 12 commits. We we uh, did see Sean Elliott at the Senior Bowl, so we're going to try and get him on. Uh, really did talk about you know they you know went five and one and beat the Cajuns and then couldn't win a game. I guess there were more injuries than I realized, and then they went out west in a game that I thought they were going to get clobbered in, and they clobbered Utah State. So uh, he was a good sport. Wouldn't tell me what his karaoke song was, or would wouldn't karaoke, but uh, we're looking forward to have him on. And, uh, and again, I'm a little bit concerned about the Cajuns 15. That's, that's, that's an issue, right? And it's not gonna be an issue for next season, but that's an issue for, for down the road. So we'll see where the classes are when they finish up on a Wednesday, probably should take a snapshot just to see who changes moving forward. All right. I'll, that's a, that's a good idea. I'll take a snapshot and we can compare it, uh, later on in the week. All right, let's take a time out. When we come back, big showdown, Marshall taking on Troy. We'll preview some of Wednesday's action. Well, we'll preview all of Wednesday's action coming up next on Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Let me tell you about game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy big game ticket with code Vegas100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big-time ticket off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz locked on some about your team every day. Did not realize, to be honest with you, super genius thought that, uh, you know, the Cajuns were playing Wednesday. So we'll have a few games to preview for Wednesday and then a few games to preview for Thursday. But wouldn't you know it? Everyone's playing on Wednesday. And then everyone but the Cajuns are playing on Saturday. They will play Bowling Green on Sunday uh, before. As it turns out, the Super Bowl, one would hope. <laughs> yeah, 2 o'clock Central Time. So we'll get home before the Super Bowl. All right, so, um, and those are the MAC 
uh, matchups, all at Sunbelt games, all at Sunbelt foes. All right, so one of the big ball games uh, on Wednesday, <clears throat> excuse me, is Troy hosting a Marshall. Marshall trying to keep pace, trying to get back in that fourth spot, have a shot at the fourth spot. Last week, Bob Marlin says there's really, he said five teams fighting for four spots. Right now, it, it seems to be about three teams fighting for two, depending on what happens with App State and Troy. If Marshall can knock off Troy, they could find themselves back in third uh, or tied for uh, third place. Whereas uh, with Troy losing, that brings the Cajuns and JMU into play into second place. Uh, so this is a big ball game. Troy, eight and a half point, eight and a half point favorites. I like Troy to win the game. I like Marshall to cover. That's a lot of points. I think that's a lot of points. I'm going to take Marshall to cover. I think Troy wins though. Is that hedging my bet? Take a Marshall to cover. Eight and a half points. Uh, all right. Uh, another ball game. Uh, Richie Riley expected to be back with Georgia Southern after the passing of his mother. South Alabama. Straight struggling. I don't know what's going on with Isaiah Gator. The, the broadcaster here in town, Jay Walker, said he may be in the doghouse. I'm, I don't know about that. I just don't think he's playing very, very well. I heard he was under the weather. And he had 25 points two Saturdays ago against the Cajuns. I don't know if he's had 15 points since. Could be 11. I don't think he scored in the Cajuns last ballgame. I don't know what's happened with Isaiah Gator. It was like, like Kobe Julian was leading the conference in scoring. Isaiah Gator was second. And... Gator, I, I think, has 11 points combined over his last four ballgames. So we'll see if Richie Riley can get him straightened out. Georgia Southern will not be a pushover. All right, Georgia Southern, five and six. South Alabama has lost five in a row. This is a tough one to bet, four and a half. I'll take South Alabama to bounce back. little inspiration with Richie returning, but that's a tough ballgame. That would be one of those where, you know what, I don't need to bet every game. Um. That would be one I would stay away from. But if I'm going to choose, I'll take uh, South Alabama at home to win and to cover. Monroe, three and eight. They're taking on Coastal Carolina. Uh, Monroe, five and a half point favorites. They uh, had won a few in a row. And Coastal Carolina, did they just get a win? Didn't they just beat Marshall? Isn't that right? Well, they lost to Marshall pretty badly. Oh, they beat Georgia State the previous week. That was a bad loss for Georgia State. Yeah, that was a bad loss. No, um, Coastal lost badly to James Madison and to Marshall. My mistake. Tough to, you know, neither team is great. Coastal Carolina is 6-16. Six and 16. Monroe is 7-14. and 14. I'll take Monroe at home, although they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll take Monroe at home to cover. All right? Uh, all right, one more. Let's do Southern Miss against Old Dominion. and. What an odd matchup this is. Unfortunately, we got the news on Tuesday that Southern Miss head coach Jade Ladner, he had a medical issue, and he's going to step away from the team. He's expected to make a full recovery, but it appears that he had a heart attack, uh, and Jeff Jones from Old Dominion had a heart attack. Jeff Jones dealing with a heart attack and trying to overcome cancer. Um, so hearts literally will be heavy uh, in this ball game. Um, Southern Miss has lost a couple in a row. They're six and five, uh, and has fallen out of that third place tie, right? They are fifth in the conference. They're two games behind 
JMU and the Cajuns, one game behind Marshall. So they're actually sixth in the conference. Yeah. Yeah, they're sixth. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Old Dominion, two and nine. He just They just beat somebody, but they did get hammered by JMU, although they did cover. They beat Marshall. There you go. They beat Marshall a week ago. So, again, our, our best wishes. I uh, haven't had him on the show uh, this year. The, the one time we did have him last season, he was outstanding. Uh, one of the biggest turnarounds in college basketball history uh, last season. Um, missing a couple of guys this year. We'll see if Victor Hart and, and Curbelo, uh come back. Uh, that would be a big difference, especially. And you, you'll, know it if, you'll know it if they come back. That uh, Southern Miss line of five and a half will go up. All right, let's take... <clears throat> excuse me let's take a time out we'll come back we'll talk about the remaining games on the sunbelt schedule for wednesday you got the cajuns you got app state and jmu three of the top teams uh in uh the conference not playing each other no one not 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 one of those teams are playing the other one all right we'll do that when we come back let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, or two, or three. Now, not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of uh, the NFL. <coughs> Excuse me. I got something caught in my throat. Okay, Dave Schultz. Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's uh, wrap up the preview of uh, tonight's basketball action. The Cajuns hosting Georgia State. Cajuns eight and a half point favorites. I'll probably take that. Uh, Cajuns have won eight in a row. Georgia State, I think it's now lost six in a row. So, yeah, the Cajuns have won seven. They're going for eight straight. And Georgia State has lost six in a row. Um, they've lost some tough ball games. They played well against Troy. Couldn't get it done at the end. App State, they played well for a half. Coastal Carolina, they probably should have won. They lost at Marshall. Got hammered by Georgia Southern a week after they hammered Georgia Southern, and they lost by eight to App State. So they have played tough. And a couple of times they've played tough you know, on the road. You know, they had the, this four-game road trip before the last two games were at home. I mean, they only lost App State by eight on the road. They did get hammered by Georgia Southern. Uh, but they lost by a nine on the road to Marshall. They lost by two on the road to Coastal. So that should teach me something. <clears throat> but I think the Cajuns have been playing extremely well. Uh, and they're going to want to, you know, as much as possible, uh, extend that winning streak to eight straight. I will say uh, Matt Stewart does a lot of uh, Sunbelt basketball. He does the uh, the tournament. And he also, does, you know, hosts like Sunbelt Media Days. Um, it's possible. How about this one? I, I didn't look at it from both sides. I probably should have. Cajuns could have a 10-game winning streak. And App State could be 
on an 11 game winning streak by the time they meet it's only it's next saturday i believe it's next saturday or next weekend now that would be we'd think that espn would move that to the u or to the deuce or something because that'll be among the nation's longest winning streaks uh, at the time, if that's the case. So we shall see. So I'll take the Cajuns over uh, Georgia State. Uh, all right, now JMU is heading to Arkansas State. To tell you how tough it is to win on the road, JMU is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. JMU has 20 wins overall. They are 8-3 and three in the Sun Belt. Two of those three losses are to the best team in the Sun Belt, App State. Arkansas State is 10 and 13 overall, but 6 and 5 in the Sun Belt, certainly respectable, certainly more respectable than their 4 and 8 pre-conference record. But because they're on the road and because Arkansas State, as I mentioned, is no pushover, JMU is only a four and a half point favorite. That was a little bit larger. It'd be nice to take Arkansas State. It's not the worst of all bets. To not only take the line, but to bet the money line in Arkansas State. Uh, this will be interesting. This will this will be interesting. There, you know, Brian Hutchins trying to say he's got tickets. You know, first come, first serve. See what kind of crowd they can get in on a on a weeknight. Uh, Arkansas State has gone into Louisville. I know that's no great shakes uh, and taken down the Cardinals. Uh, you know, they uh, lost to the Cajuns at home. And in that ball game, Brian Hodgson complains about the energy. I don't think there's going to be a lack of energy for this one. James Madison is one of the few teams in the nation that has 20 wins. Arkansas State is going to be pumped up. I'm going to take Arkansas State in an upset. I think it's going to be close, but I'll take Arkansas State in an upset. Uh, Texas State hosting App State. I, I, you know, Texas State has won. Have they won a couple in a row? Yeah, they have. Uh they took down South Alabama and then uh, beat a, you know, weary uh, Southern Miss team. So they've won a couple in a row and they were getting, I mean, they were getting clobbered. They got clobbered by the Cajuns. They had a close loss to Arkansas State, but got clobbered by Troy, got clobbered by the Cajuns again. And they beat up South Alabama uh, pretty good and um, hung on against Southern Miss. I still think App State is too good. The only thing, that this the only thing that you could do is if somehow App State is is looking ahead. I don't know why that would be. Um, they are. It is only they've been on the road for two ball games. They beat the Georgias last week. They're going to Texas State and then coming home for three. Oh no, the Cajuns game. I guess is that is that on a Wednesday? Oh, maybe that is on a. Uh, I thought it was next week. Hold on, I'm one short. Let me see here. Um, let me see the date. Oh, no, I am. Uh, I am right. It's Saturday uh, the 17th. So I am correct. Okay. So it's Saturday the 17th. Um, so they are home against Toledo. I guess I just got confused with that. They're, they're at Texas State and then they host Toledo on Saturday. Then they host Marshall and then they host the Cajuns. And that should be a really big ball game. I don't know why. App State would be looking ahead. I would take App State, although I would take App State. I'll take App State. 
Um, if it was a few more points, I might not like 10 or 11, but because it's under 10, I'll take App State. I think App State's going to win. That's generally the way I go. If I think you're going to win, I'm going to take you. Except I guess I did that backwards with Troy, right? I think Troy will win, but I think Marshall will cover. I think that seemed like a lot of points for Troy, comparably so. No. Uh, so we thought we shall find out. All right. Uh, because it is a Wednesday night action. Otherwise, I'd have a good time with my nephew, Sam. My big Louisville fan. <laughs> Not happy. Uh, Syracuse fan, me. And that game is you know, on TV on tonight, I, we, we, we could live stream it with a cool re- live tweeting reaction, <laughs> but we will be uh, at the Cajuns ball game uh, covering that. And then we got softball. We do need to talk softball. Softball is beginning uh, Thursday for the Cajuns Chattanooga coming in. So we'll see um, what's going on there. Cajuns again, you know, predicted to kind of roll. We'll see how that works out in the Sunbelt. I don't, I don't think they've lost a Sunbelt series. Like in a decade, it's been it's been a few it's been a minute since the Cajuns have lost a Sun Belt uh, series, uh, and the uh, out of conference schedule is tough. I don't know too much about Chattanooga, but the rest of it is tough. Like they're going to Oklahoma, they're choosing to go to Oklahoma to play the Sooners. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, all right, and then of course baseball starts the following week, so we'll be all over uh, both of those here. Certainly locally, we'll try to keep up with it uh, around. Keep up with it around the conference. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll keep up with uh, signing day on Wednesday. We'll see if we'll recap that and then uh, try to recap basketball uh, as well. Um, rumors have it. We may have another one of the new head coaches. We've had two on. and we got two more to go. We'll see. We don't want to ruin the surprise or in my case, jinx it. So we'll see if we have a special guest to come on on Friday. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been listening and watching to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.